gonna stumble to the kitchen for myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Whether you're working nine to five today or taking it easy, you've got your radio tuned into Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Hey, Buzz, good morning. As soon as we dim the lights, they buzz and it's driving me crazy. He'll make you laugh. Your yeah. name is Buzz and you have a buzz. He'll make your house happy. You have LED bulbs and you have a non-universal dimmer, which is why it's buzzy. And he might make you a little crazy. Buzz, buzz. The only thing he won't make you is breakfast. So go whip up some pancakes, pour yourself some coffee. Just keep that radio tuned in here to House Smarts Radio. Working beautiful sunny morning. All you got to do is pick up the phone and give us a call. You can send us some text messages too, whatever you might uh, want to communicate with us. Uh, good morning to Lindsay. Good morning, Don. Andy, how's everybody doing this morning? Morning. Doing all right. Good morning. Excellent. Thank you. How are you? Very, very good. I was thinking um, about talking, uh, if you're willing to share, uh, like what's your morning routine? Like not just on a Saturday morning, but like do you, you know, do, we all sort of have our own, um, like, you know, your kind of your process of getting up in the morning. For right? sure. So, so like, I'll start. Um, now, okay. I have, um, I, I rely on my cell phone to be my alarm clock, in particular on Saturday mornings when I have to get up early. Oh, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. set the alarm. I have an alarm clock, but it's, like, really difficult to use. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. unbelievable how I bought this alarm clock that has a... A, a wireless charger on the top, which I'm the king of the wireless charging with my phone. I love that whole feature. Yeah, it's right? cool. Very cool. Right? And my new Silverado has a little thing where you just slide the phone in, mm-hmm. and it's wirelessly charged, and it also has wireless Apple CarPlay in the car. Very Ooh, nice. nice. So you don't have to plug anything. So even if the phone is in your pocket, it can, it's amazing. Anyway, so I use my phone, and then I have this very, uh, and then my ringtone is this very, it's like, it's like a xylophone. It's kind of a peaceful. It goes ding, 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 ding. You know, like yeah, a, a, know a, kind of feels like a, like I'm waking up in the Orient. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, right? yeah, you I know that, that one. one I'm too. talking about. Yep, yep. And it's just a, and sometimes my wife will, you know, elbow me. She goes, "Your alarm's going off," because I won't hear because it's very peaceful. I'm like, "Oh, I'm in the Orient. <laughs> I'm here uh, in like a room with no shoes on, right? You know, like that kind of thing." Need to change that. Right. <laughs> I know, but I like the I like the peaceful waking. Yeah, and uh, you know, and then I usually give a big stretch, like when I, I get to the you know I put my feet on the floor and I big stretch, I'm like you know, like one of those, and, and you know how it's such a tumble good, out of bed. Well, I don't tumble because uh, my I have a new knee, um, and uh, but you know a good stretch in the morning is amazing. Oh yeah, right? it mm-hmm. is. Yeah, and now my new thing is I have a big glass of water before I do anything to start in the morning. It's a great, great move. Right? To hydrate yourself because you've been sleeping all night. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I have my coffee. And, and typically, I'm a, I'm a morning showerer. Oh, yeah. Anyone else? Oh, totally. Night before when I have to get up early. When, night before when you have to get up early. Yes. So you're squeaky clean when you come to Correct. bed. When you come, right. I, uh, I've been taking cold showers in the morning. Like, I'll take a two-minute cold shower to wake me up. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that, man, that 
Uh, that does not sound appealing at all. <laughs> not to me either. I, I had to kind of... I had to kind of... shower. I know. I had, to, I had to adjust to it. It was weird, but now I, I really, really enjoy it. It's kind of a nice uh, nice thing. And you're, and we're all coffee drinkers. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You can't do yes. early mornings without coffee. But I have been... I, I've, I read something a few months ago about waiting 90 minutes before my first cup because um, I, it's supposed to help you avoid that crash uh, in the midday where you feel tired afterward. And um, and mm-hmm. I feel like it does. I just feel like mm-hmm. if you continue to drink coffee, you're not going to have that uh, letdown. <laughs> yeah. But eventually I want to sleep. <laughs> if you just, you know? if you just well, keep going. Drinking it, yeah. Right. Just, right. Exactly. Party keeps Why going. Why ever come down? Yeah. Exactly. That's right. Fair enough. I do remember Can that. you, now does it affect you, like if we were at dinner last night with a bunch of friends, we had a lovely time, and can you have a cup of coffee after dinner and then just go home and go to bed? Yep. I have decaf Me when we too. do that. Nope. But, so Don, if you have calf, you're you're you stay away. Yeah, I I've been cutting myself off at like two p.m. from caffeine because uh, otherwise I'll have a yeah. hard time falling asleep. Well, yeah. That's good. My wife does that. Mm-hmm. She does too. Yes, she cuts herself off yep. the caffeine. And not, are any of you soda drinkers? No, uh, not for yeah, not for years now. Lindsay, do you don't drink any soda? I do drink you? a Coke Zero every once in a while. Every, I love like, a Coke Zero, just like nice. a, for a little treat. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't say I do it every day. I've gotten to the point where I used to, I thought it was the craziest thing when they first came out. You know the little cans? Mm-hmm. You know, the little cans mm-hmm. of soda now? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Why It's just 12 ounces. Why we do it now? I just need a little taste. Right. And I don't even usually finish that one. Yeah. Yeah. I just like need the little, little bubbly I, I like tummy. the little ginger ale. Nice. That's my favorite. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Don't like ginger oh. ale? No, I do. What's there? It helps settle the stomach, too. It. it certainly it's does. good. Yeah. The ginger is very good for your tummy. Right. It right. is. And that's sugar. And it's sugar. Right. It's, right. right. The, the, the problem with the zero stuff, I get that. But, like, all those chemicals. Like, how bad is the... Who, who, give me some What's good that? high fructose corn syrup. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which one's better? I don't know. There's yeah. a big debate, always. Always, right? For no as long sh- as we can yeah. remember. No sugar versus chemicals. Right. right. Yeah. My wife forever... Um, when we first got married, was coffee, she would have coffee, cream, and sweet and low. Mm. Remember? Does yeah. anybody use sweet, sweet and low? Is that still around? The sweet and low? It must oh, yeah. yeah. I'll no, see the packets of that. You don't think it is? Well, now it, I think we have I, it here. Oh, no, it's we? around still. It's around. But now there, isn't there like a big thing now? That's like it's yeah, not, yeah, right, right. Like, so I remember aspartame. one morning, mm-hmm. one morning, and so, you know, I would get up in the morning, it, and I would make us both a cup of coffee, and I just do cream in my coffee, half and half, because... Lindsay? Because uh, you're sweet enough, Lou. I'm sweet enough. And uh, so I don't need any, I don't need any more sweetness. Uh, and I'm sitting there. You need put, to be reminded and I'm, of your sweetness. <laughs> putting, and I'm putting the sweet and low in the coffee. And I said, this is crazy. You shouldn't be doing this. Like, I just, I put my foot down. The one time in my, my 33 years of marriage, I put my foot down. I go, I go, how many calories are in sugar? Like a teaspoon of sugar. And so you Google it. It's not that much. And it's all natural. Yep. Mm. And she listened. And to this day. So she does just a little bit of sugar and cream. She's not that sweet, so she needs a little sweet. <laughs> Gosh. She's asleep right now. God, she's so safe. <laughs> Roll tape. Momentary respite. Roll tape. Andy, you're fired. All right. Uh, so I'm pushing the word of the day till 7 o'clock in the morning to okay. give everybody a chance to wake up. But cool. I will tell you, it starts with the phrase, low. Mm. Okay. Mitz gives doesn't give anything away, but low and it sweet. Is, it is something. It's something to have. It actually has everything to do with what we do for a living. Huh. Ooh, so, so topical. 
Uh, it's topical. It is topical. So uh, stay tuned for the word of the day. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou is our phone number. But remember, we call you. Uh, you don't call us. Oh, we don't have a caller. <laughs> well, that's not good. Come on, people. This is our just. Don't call us. We'll call you. I'm spinning the dial. You know what? I'm going to spin the dial. I'm going to edit. Oh, my gosh. Andy Mazur. That's who it is. Andy Mazur. He's our first caller because he's got a question about something going on in his apartment. Quick, Andy. Come up with a question. I'm going to call you. How, how often do yeah, I have to change on. the earphone? Wait, let it ring. Got to play it out. The theater of the mind here, right? Don't call us. Yeah, don't call us. We'll call you. Our first caller this morning is Andy Mazur, uh, sports anchor uh, on the uh, on WGN Radio. Andy Mazur, good morning. Welcome to House Smarts Radio. Lou, first time, long time. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. You know, I, I always hear you talk about the air filters, and you had, yep. you had a, a number that you had to look at. Uh, was it a MERV? Is that what you said? MERV number. Okay. So when you go to buy the air filters for your uh, furnace and... Uh, when COVID hit, I, I totally, you know, we were all talking about cleaning the air and they were uh, putting all kinds of stuff out there about air purification. I, I thought to myself, we really have to get people on the train of update, updating and upgrading their filters. And um, so when you go to those pleated filters, many of them have the MERV number. The higher the MERV number, which I used to know what it means, but it's like energy, volume, blah, blah, blah. I'll look it up. But anyway... If you have anything more than like 11 or 12 or 13, it really does capture a lot of what goes through it. But that means you have to change it more often because mm-hmm. once it gets clogged, then it's just not doing what it needs to do. But you know what's interesting too? Those spun fiberglass ones that I always say, oh, they're 99 cents and you know these things are 4 5 $6. Now those spun fiberglass ones are no longer 99 cents. They're like three forty nine. And so the people that come in and we're like, oh, I don't want to spend all that money. It's like a dollar or two more to go to the pleated. Now, sooner or later, the pleated people are going to get smart and they're like, hey, maybe we should raise these prices. But they haven't yet. And so look for a MERV rating of like 11, 12, or 13 on those filters, and you will see a difference in the air quality inside your home. And then change them more often. Probably every 30 Probably every thirty days. And we have a dog too, so that's uh uh-huh. yeah. Makes what's makes dog, some what's sense. That, what's that dog's name? That dog's name is Otis. Otis. That's Otis a great is a good that's boy. A great name. He's a good boy. That's a he's a he's a good boy. He's a good boy. Yeah, Andy, we'll send you a House Smarts Radio pin. Yes. Uh, Lindsay will get your information. Thank you we'll so much. That out to you. 4568 is our phone number. We will take a quick break and we'll be back right after. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. I was writing on a TV show, and at the end of this TV show, I checked my bank balance on the ATM, and I had, not to brag, $5,421 in my bank account. And this is how little I know about being an adult. I saw the bank balance on the ATM screen, and I thought to myself, with no irony, I should buy a house. One of those small $5,000 houses. How is any millennial ever going to own a home? How is any young person ever going to own a home? It's maybe hate old people. I see a few of you in here tonight. I hate you. 
Because every old person in a city like L.A. or New York or London is the same. They're like, my house is worth $2 million, but when I bought it in 1981, I paid 11 raspberries for it. Now back to your host, right here on House Smarts Radio. <laughs> Welcome back. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568. This is Jim in LaGrange. Jim, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. I have an edition that was put in around 1980-81, and it has a cathedral ceiling. And I'm thinking of insulating that or putting some more insulation into that. How could that be done? Um, well, you... I mean, the thing is, we need to know what's in there now, Right. Yeah, I'm thinking it's three and a half inch, maybe, insulation. Would that be what was installed in the 80s, early 80s? Well, my guess is, I mean, you have no idea what size those rafters are, right? They're probably, they're 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 probably more than three and a half inches. Would just be something you'd put in a two by four wall. So my guess is they're at least two by eights, maybe even two by tens. And even back in the 80s, you know, we had you know. R15 and R18 that could go in there. My guess is it's probably fiberglass faced, uh, um, paper faced fiberglass, you know, that got stapled up there. Um, okay. What's the issue you're having in that room? It's just, it's a, a 16 foot ceiling and it's just hard to, to heat that room. Right. Um, do you, and you have central heat and air right now? I have, uh, I do have central air conditioning, but I have a boiler on that uh, for the house. So that's radiators over there? That's fin, fin heat. Uh, metal fin tube. Yes. And how does it? How do you do in the summertime? It's fine. Hmm. Interesting. And you got a ceiling fan? Yes. Okay. Here's what I would, t- this would be my advice. Um, I wouldn't. In order for you, if you were going to add insulation to that, you'd have to cut out a section of, there's a couple ways to go. You'd cut out a section like at the top of the um, of the cathedral uh, to get the drywall to expose what you have. And maybe you could have someone take a, uh, a, a whip with some foam insulation and fill each cavity with foam insulation right on top of the fiberglass to... If you fill it and there's no ventilation, that's fine. If you create a panel that doesn't have any air in it, right, that will cost you thousands of dollars, and it might work, right? What I would do is I'd put in a ductless system, a split system in that room, one cartridge that would uh, would actually provide you with heating and additional air conditioning, that will cost you about four grand, and I promise you it'll work. Okay. And so, you know, I don't know the makeup of the room, but do you have like a wall of windows somewhere or something that if I... Yeah. You know what I'm talking about with the, like one of these split systems? Yeah. Mitsubishi's yeah. one of our sponsors. I mean, you if you go to getacomfyhome.com, that's their vanity website, you can find a dealer in your area that, uh, that puts that in. Actually... Um, I know that Lindemann uh, Chimney Heating and Cooling installs the Mitsubishi, and you could get a bid from them, 
It's easy to install. They drill one three-inch hole. It will heat and cool that space with its own thermostat, and it 100% will work, and you'll have comfort in that room for sure. Uh, Jim, thanks so much for the phone call. It is 6.30 in the morning. Need to head into the WGN newsroom and check in with Don Klepp. You know, I get emails all the time from people. This one came in. It says, Dear Mr. Fixit, when I got home from playing golf, my wife had left a note on the refrigerator door, and it read, it's not working. I can't take it anymore. Gone to stay with my mother. The guy said, I wasn't sure what to do. He goes, I opened up the fridge, the light came on, and the beer was cold. What the heck is she talking about? He's here all morning, folks. Enjoy the veal. Now back to your favorite stand-up guy and fix-up guy, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. And the sun a truck and a field and a girl in a red sundress with a nice cold beer to her lips begging for another kiss. Welcome back. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568. This is um, Monica in Edgerton, Wisconsin. Hi, Monica. You're on House Marts Radio. Hi. Good morning, Lou. Um, this is my problem. I have a air... They call. I think they call it an air vent for my dishwasher. Okay. And it's shooting out water. Oh, you mean it's on the front? When of, I run, it's on the front of the unit, and the when it's drying, it's like an exhaust for the steam. No, it's 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 a it's a. Oh, it's in this. It's, 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 it's on my cab. It's on my cabinet. It's on my cabinet. Is it an airlock vent? It's for, a, so it's like a little cap, right? That's on your cabinet or your countertop. My countertop, I mean, yeah. Countertop. Uh, yeah, above the okay. yeah, countertop. Okay. And um, it shoots out water when the system is... Did you move anything in that cabinet? Because I think what it is is you should... When you open up that... Go ahead. Actually, it's a brand new, brand new dishwasher. They just installed it. Right. Okay. So probably what they didn't do was in that air gap vent, they have to keep a loop in the hose so that it doesn't do what you're doing. And they must have moved something, and you need to get them to come back to properly install that. Okay. I, I already that's called a, them. And- that's, a, that's designed for a backflow preventing on the, <clears throat> on the system. I'm just, trying to think uh-huh. of, I'm just trying to think of why. It's not that common anymore. Some... Some municipalities and states require it, but you don't see it that often anymore because the technology in dishwashers has changed. But it's a, it's so the muckety muck water. If it doesn't, uh, it, it's it, it's like an it's called an RPZ valve that they use in um, sprinkler systems, and that's what they use for dishwashers too. But have them come back. They have to rerun the hose or maybe an additional hose so that there's like a trap in it so it doesn't happen. I see. Yeah, uh, I already called them, but they're not coming out till July 31st, and I thought, you know. Um, was, well, let me ask, are, are, you, are you in the kitchen now? Yes, I am. All right, can you open, can you open up the kitchen cabinet for me and tell me, do you see the hose that leads up to that vent? You probably got to get yeah. you got to get down on your knees. 
Yeah, I, I can only get down on one knee, but that's, yeah, that's fine. Me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, it looks. Okay, but wait, so hear me out. So you see the hose that goes straight up, correct? Right. Okay. What well, doesn't go straight up, it, it comes across a little bit and then goes up. So it comes across the bottom of the cabinet, right? And then it kind right. of bends like 90 degrees and goes up? Exactly. Okay. So the problem is I need a trap. So if you were to grab that hose and could you, you know, like when you're taking a garden hose and it curl, could you spin it so that it makes like a little loop? Is there enough slack? If you reach what's coming through the cabinet, will any more come out of that gently without pulling too hard? No. No. No, it's pretty tight. Okay. Yeah. So imagine what I want to see on that hose. I want to see it come out of the cabinet, do a loop-de-loop, and then go up to the vent. See what I mean? Yeah. Remember, remember uh, did, did, you, uh, did, did you ever have any kids that had Hot Wheels? Remember the Hot Wheels thing? No, I had girls. Oh, you had girls. Well, they, girls could have played with hot and, wheels. And that's, that's See, there we go. I got in there. I'm getting in trouble again with the gender thing. Did you ever have any children? I should just say that children that played with hot wheels. Well, there used to be a hot wheels no. thing where you would run the car down and it would go like the loop de loop and then it would keep going, right? That hose needs a yeah. loop. That hose needs a loop de loop. It's, it's, it doesn't even budge. Okay. So they need to come back and say, hey, I talked to a friend of mine uh, who needs, uh, you need a loop-de-loop in this because it's spitting out water. And he, he says I need to get loopy. You need to get loopy, right? Did you go to a fish, yeah. did you go to a fish fry last night? Not last night, no. No? Where do you, where do you go in, no. uh, where do you go in Edgerton when you, when you go? Oh, I go to the Pit Stop Two Brothers. Mm. They're all good. I love a good fish fry. Wet Bottoms. That's mm, another place. That's good. <laughs> Wet Bottoms. That sounds fun. I want to go there. All right. You yeah, have them come. Here's the other thing, too, is maybe, okay, I don't know if you have this ability, but that hose is probably just connected to that vent up top with, like, a hose clamp. If you can reach up there and disconnect that hose at the where the, it's connected at the countertop, and then you have enough uh-huh. to loop-de-loop and then put it back in there, you could solve this problem yourself. And then I can get you a job installing dishwashers. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm 81, year, I'm 81 years old. I'm not what? looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Under, I, well, I, I get it. I get it. I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking for all these conveniences to right, work. Right, exactly. You need a loop-de-loop, and you'll be good to go. All right, I got a note of that. Thank you so much, Monica. Thank you for calling. I really appreciate it. See, you got to be careful. Like girls, girls can play with Hot Wheels cars. I mean, you just got to be, you know, Legos. Legos. You can do Legos. Uh, you know, both men and women. It doesn't matter. I mean, there are. I know adults that do. Your husband right, still loves me, yes. Legos, right? This is okay. So, Wait, just so you know. You told me, a, just so everybody knows, she told me a story off the air, and I go, oh, my God, this is so good. we got to talk about it in the air. She's like, how are you going to get to Legos? Well, I, would right, like, I, I would like some credit for making the transition from Hot good, Wheels to Legos. You could have gone 
You could have gone like this. Our engineer, Bob Ferguson, was saying, well, oh, we yeah. were talking about the gender thing. And oh, then yeah. he said he heard at some point that we're not supposed to use periods anymore because they're too passive aggressive. Right. And I but this said, is, well, But just I, so you know, this is a whole off the air conversation that the audience yeah. hasn't heard. Well, and then I started to start, tell the story, and you went, "This is too good." And okay. I said, "Okay, here we go." So your husband enjoys so still my husband, at forty six, forty seven this Sunday. Forty seven. Oh, happy birthday, David! He. We sent uh, a gift. So my response to the punctuation thing was, uh, "Well, I can, I value, I, I appreciate a good punctuation because in text, especially because it, it, it oh, tells you how, the going. tone of the." Text. Okay, so last night he finished his Lego. So last night. My husband finished one of his big Star Wars Lego pieces. You're almost 47-year-old so husband. Pr- Keep going. So so proud of him. <laughs> uh, good job, honey. Um, so when we came home, and we have our... Uh, my nieces are in town, too. So I've got the four like kids that are between the ages of 8 and 10. And, you know, they're running around the house. And he has this Lego thing displayed on the coffee table. Because he's proud of it. Because he's so proud of it. Was it the Millennium and Falcon? So, what was it? Do you know what, what I it was? I know the name of it. It's oh, like we're going to need to know now. When we, when we come back from will, break, I need I'll to know what you. it is. So I pull, uh, to save the Lego thing from falling on the floor, I moved it. I just moved it to like the counters so that it didn't get knocked over. Sure. By, by a kids. bunch of rabid children. Well, he comes home. He like stopped home for five minutes and he, well, where, where, where's the Lego? I'm like, it's over here. I was saving it for you. And, and then he like took off. In you know, he had to go wherever he went. And I looked, and I don't know, he was going somewhere. And then I looked over, and the thing is back on the coffee table. I'm like, what? Why did he do that? So I sent him a text, and I said, honey, I'm not, I wasn't like... Dis- I'm so proud of you for completing the Lego. You did such a good job. I'm so proud of you. This is so amazing. But I moved it because I know how much it means to you, and I didn't want it to get knocked off. I, I, I only moved it for that reason. And he wrote me back with no punctuation, oh, all lowercase, and said... It. It's my birthday weekend. The Lego or the whatever ship stays on the coffee table. No punctuation. And I was like, do I laugh at this? Because this is so ridiculous. Or is he being serious? Or is this starting a fight right now? Wow. I love that he plays the it's my birthday weekend card. It's my birthday. I know. Right. And he's 40. The Millennium Falcon stays. (laughs) Whatever the thing's called. But see, so be, I value the punctuation. That, if that we would happen, that would, Mary Beth would just say to me, it's been a good run. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm... Uh, so you know you what please, I did, Lou? Yeah. I took all of his Lego pieces that I don't ever allow to come out of his office, and I displayed them. Wow. For when he, So when he came home, and then we all said, happy birthday, honey. Oh, and what did he say then? Exclamation point. <laughs> Okay, uh, we're gonna. It's uh, it's six forty eight. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. Will you uh, find out before we come back what it is that is displayed on the coffee table for all of the inquiring minds that want to know? You're listening to House Marts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Don't go away. We'll be right back. <laughs> Wait, you, she just sent me a picture. That has to go up on our Instagram my Instagram, so we can share that with people because that is really good. Hey, did this week's storms damage your roof or the siding? Contact Lindholm Roofing today. They have appointments available to provide you with a complete roofing, siding, and gutter inspection. They'll even help you with the insurance claim process. Look, you don't want to put this off. It's important to fix the small issues now to avoid the big issues later in the year. Lindholm services all residential and commercial properties. Call Lindholm 
roofing now. 773-283-7675. Or visit LindholmRoofing.com. Lindholm Roofing. Their family has your family covered. Not every station has a handyman on speed dial. How about Kathleen in Park Ridge? But this one does. Bingo, I'm good. How are you, Lou? Lou Manfredini answers your questions all morning long. Take a little roller, roll some paint on there and say, I love it, and then you're done. Be prepared to be amazed. Now back to your host. Yes! This will be great. Lou Manfredini. I'll have what she's having. And House Smarts Radio. I made you look. I'll make you double take. Soon as I walk away, call up your chiropractor just in case your neck break. Ooh, tell me what Welcome you, back. what you, what you gonna do. 857-557-4LOU. Okay, so uh, Lindsay did send a picture, and I have to say that it's impressive. It's the Star Wars X-34 Landspeeder. It's Han Solo's Landspeeder from, like, the first, um, the first movie. Oh, don't move that. What's the matter with you? Explanation point. It's don't move that. It's okay. my birthday weekend. It's <laughs> it stays. It stays. It's yeah. my birthday weekend. That I is just funny. Protecting it. I love it. See, you're just trying mm. to right, right. You just cannot catch a break. Trying to. We need exclamation your, points. Right. We need or emojis. I'll work on that. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568. This is Kurt in Bourbonnais. Hey, Kurt, good morning. You're on House Marts Radio. I hear him. Kurt, you're on House Marts Radio. Good morning. Hi, Lou. How we doing? I'm all right. My problem is I have to replace my mailbox post. I already bought a metal one. Okay. How do I anchor it in the ground? Um, do I use... Because I've seen there's some no-mix concrete I could buy, or just gravel. There's this polyurethane pack that is, like, perfect for mailbox posts that is no concrete whatsoever. And um, oh. if if you dig the hole, right, for your post... And you and you okay. you know use a do, do you own there there is a for the is it a rural it's a rural ma- mailbox right like the um, I well, mean it's in a but residential an, area right but in other words it's uh, the 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 delivery uh, the post uh, the person delivering the mail carrier um, is in the truck right and they open it up and they pop it in. The post office has specific requirements for how high it's supposed to be. So make sure you get that right because they can be very persnickety about like, oh, it's too low. I can't reach that low. You know, so you just fi- fi- just figure out what that is and then go to the hardware store and they make this, um, they, they carry this. It's a two-part epoxy that is a foam for metal. For It's perfect for this. Dig the hole. Set the post in there and use a couple of uh, boards to hold it plumb, right? So it's straight up and down in the hole and that the post is centered in the hole that you dug. Then you take this plastic bag and you break part of it so that it mixes the part A and the part B together. And you kind of shake it back and forth for, I don't know, 15 or 30 seconds. The instructions are on it. 
you clip the corner with a pair of scissors, and then you pour it into the hole. And it expands like an expanding foam, fills the hole, surrounds the post. It'll come up out of the ground like uh, like you're making a root beer float, right? Within okay. 15 minutes, it's dry. It doesn't go anywhere. Then you take a little a saw and you cut the extra stuff off, put a little dirt over the top of it, you're done. Wow. Okay. And do you have a brand name for this stuff? I, I can picture the bag. It's called Sika. Ace, excuse, excuse me. S-I-K-A. Sika. All right. And can, where is a good place to buy this? Your Ace Hardware in Bourbon A. All right. Very good. Thanks, right. Lou. Good. I appreciate your help. You got it. Good luck. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4-LOU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. It's never easy coming home to a flooded living room or getting news that your roof needs replacing or that your toilet has been leaking to the neighbor below. If you're having difficulty coping and have unanswered questions about your home, we want you to know you're not alone and you've come to the right place because here... We're not booing. We're looing. That's right. You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini and he's taking your calls live right here on House Smarts Radio. Welcome back. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. So we got a good Noodaloo 2 coming up this morning. Uh, if you like crystal clear ice cubes in your drinks, we have a really good one for you. Uh, i got to pull out my sample so I can... Uh, Hold it in my hand while we talk about it this morning. But, gentlemen, I wanted to share the word of the day uh, with you this morning to uh, possibly use this morning. And I mentioned that uh, it has a lot to do with uh, uh, what we do every single day. Uh, And uh, it's an adjective. The word is loquacious. Ah, that's a good one. Tending to talk a great deal. (laughs) Talkative. Verbose. Loquacious. 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 Yeah, thank you. There you go. Tending to talk a great deal. Talkative. So, anybody listening, if you can use that word, it's word of the day. You don't win anything. It's just, you know, the pride (laughs) thing. If you use the word, you get get one of these. You get one of those, right? That's the key. And a package of uh, sweet and loquacious. Yeah. Um, loquacious. <laughs> We're talking about the word of the day, right? I know you stepped away real quick. She just came back. And uh, good job on the word of the day. That's a good uh, one. Loquacious? Yes. Very good. I so, never have anyone in mind when I'm picking these. I just was like, I just want... I think we all qualify. I think all of us on the show would... would I think we're all loquacious. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <I can. laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. I did this... Uh, Earlier in the week, I did this video thing with Ace. They were, you know, it was Prime Days, right? Did you buy anything on the Prime Day, anybody? Yeah. Yeah, we did. did. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah, just a couple, couple of deals, whatever. Well, Ace was doing something with uh, the, you know, Ace Rewards. And so me, along with, they, they have a grill expert, Chef Jason, who's terrific, a guy to Colorado. We did this two-hour live thing on their website. I think it's up on their YouTube channel. 
And um, there was really no script. It was just like, it was literally like old-time live TV. Like, we're going to talk about these products and just talk. And they would be like 20 minutes and, you know, and, and, and they had a whiteboard and they're like, say this. And they would write stuff down, you know, and, and then the person that was writing stuff on the whiteboard was standing in front of the whiteboards. So oh, I couldn't see, you know, like, what am I and so it was say? like one of these things where you're, they're writing the words and don't forget. And I'm like, and don't forget. Pause. Pause, pause. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's only twenty nine ninety nine or whatever. It was really funny, right? And I told Lindsay. I talked to Lindsay afterwards. I was like sweating after two hours of just talking with no kind of no script or no really no outline. I knew what you know. Talk about this, and uh, anyway, so hopefully it was. Successful. I feel like that's how this show is. Like you're like, and the phone number is it's hard to remember. So it's, a, it's a lot it's of a seven things digit to number. As I'm right. like feverishly typing, it's seven, and it starts with a. Oh, as you're putting a caller in, right? Right. I, right. Right. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. This is John calling in from Displains. John, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning. Thanks for taking the call. Um I had some work done on the house and uh it uh required uh having some um cement uh replaced between the bricks. And unfortunately, it was kind of a sloppy job. Okay. So there was there's some stuff on the bricks, and uh, I just wonder if there was an easy way to get it off. The bricks are not smooth; they're uh, rough. So I don't know if there's a product that uh, will uh, take care of that cement that uh, uh, was overlapped onto the bricks from the uh, joint. And so um, we're talking about mortar, right? The mortar that they use. So you had some like tuck pointing done to put some brick back, and then they they put some mortar in there. That is correct. Okay. And can you reach this area that you need to work on, or you got to work off a ladder? Yes, very very easily. Okay. So in the world of uh, when when they um, when they like if they built a new house, a brick house, you know, inevitably what would happen is the brick layers at the end would wash down the exterior of the brick using a mix of muriatic acid and water to loosen the mortar, and they would clean it with a combination of, like, a wire brush, even a little chisel, and a hammer for, you know, taking off big chunks. Now, it sounds like you got a little bit more than that, but, um, you know, muriatic acid is exactly what it is. It's an acid. you got to be careful with it. Maybe what you do to... Um, to lessen your, you know, the causticity of the thing, is there's a product called CLR. Have you ever used that product before? CLR, I've heard of it. It's a lactic acid base um, product, and it's a cleaner. And if you made a 50-50 mix of that, okay, and put it in a spray bottle, okay, how how big of an area, uh, John, are we talking about that you have to clean up? Um. It's they're sporadic. I okay. mean, uh, like you know, what? you might go three or four bricks to the left, and then uh, there's some more smearing and things like that. Got it. And so those areas that you have to clean up are the size of a basketball. Um, the size of a basket? No, you know, not like, even that. Okay, it's, so smaller. So then, what I want you to do is spray the CLR on those areas. Okay, spray them all, and then go back and spray them again. Get a little pla- get a little um, stiff bladed p- 
putty knife, a good, strong, stiff-bladed putty knife, and a hammer. And you said the bricks aren't smooth, so if there's grooves or, you know, the the different areas, kind of kind of chisel it carefully, almost like a dentist when he's taking the plaque off your teeth type of thing, right? And you may even use, uh, you know what would be helpful, too, is a scratch-all. Do you know what a scratch-all is? No, I don't. It's like a pointy, it's a metal pointy like an ice pick, and it's got a little handle on it. And you're going to use that to kind of like, again, like a dentist to clean it up, and then maybe a little wire brush, too. But be careful with the wire brush because... That can sometimes change the look of the brick if you're not too if you're getting a little bit too aggressive. Now, back up a little bit. You said scratch all. A is how do you spell all? A W L. A W L. Yeah. So if you went, and where can I get the hardware store? You're going to go to the hardware store to buy the C L R, the scratch all, the putty knife. Maybe you have a hammer and a good wire brush. Okay. And um, will this um, uh, dissolve the um, uh, concrete? It, it'll help to dis- it'll, help, it'll help to dis- it'll help to release the mortar from the brick, and it won't damage the brick. Okay. the uh, The mortar is only two or three days old, so this then, was relatively yeah. Good. So the faster you do this, the better. Okay. Like you know what you're gonna do. Right. You know what you're gonna do later this morning. You're gonna get to work. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, so uh, CLR and lactic acid, and then um, no, no, no. CLR CLR is lactic acid. You're gonna do a fifty. Oh, it is. Yeah, you're just gonna buy the CLR, fifty fifty in a bottle, spray it on, get it nice and wet, spray it again, get it nice and wet, and then do your work. Okay, so in essence, uh, two applications before I start to scrape. Wear some eye protection and some gloves. Okay. And one more. And, right. and one more thing. Don't yes. don't forget to smile. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is going to be a riot. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's all right. I mean. Uh, as long as it works. Exactly. Call me and, uh, call me call me back when it works and remember if it doesn't work don't call me back. Yeah, and um just uh for the future if I have a problem like this, I have a brick house, is there anyone you can recommend to uh to do this type of work? To do you mean like the cleaning of the exterior? Not the cleaning, the uh, brickwork. If it has to be tuck, if it has oh, to be oh, tuck pointed again. Oh sure. Um, actually, you know who uh, offers masonry services that they can connect you with is Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling. Lindemann. Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling, and their website, if you want to learn about all their services, is cleanfireplace.com. dot com. Clean fireplace dot com got it all right my friend get to work okay i appreciate pardon me get to work yeah in a minute as soon as it stops raining yeah stop stop talking to me and get to work eight five seven five five seven four lou is our phone number we'll take a quick break and be back right after this 
It's Saturday morning, and you're tuned in to Lou Manfredini right here on House Smarts Radio. No matter what you are, I will always be with you. Welcome back. Doesn't matter what you do, girl. 857-557-4LOU. This is uh, Louise in Park Ridge. Hi, Louise. You're on House Smarts Radio. Well, thank you. I listen to you all the time. Thank and you. I've been using my tarot and traps that you've you've uh, recommended for years and since uh, May, and I still have amps. And I'm wondering, before I go out and buy yet another batch of them, yeah. um, maybe they've learned to like it or something. Yeah, <laughs> it, you know what? I have to tell you, um, I still love the tarot. Uh, you're using the bait stations, right, where they put the they eat the bait? Yes. Right. And... It's been a very difficult year for ants this year, and I, too, have had uh, problems with ants in our own home, and I, and I still believe in the tarot product. It, it works well, but not all the ants go for that, and so I think what you need to do is use a combination of spray and ants, and so I believe it's either Bear or Ortho makes an indoor ant spray called i can see the bottle it doesn't smell that bad either it's like home defense i believe it's called and um where you're seeing the ants in particular like around the doorways and places like that louise spray that that's where they've always been yeah now so they're on my countertop around the, the sink okay so this uh home defense you can use around those areas too what i would do is spray it like do, do you have any pets no. Okay. So what I would do is clear everything off the kitchen, use this spray. It has a residual value. Leave it on the counter for, you know, a couple of hours, and then you can wipe it away with a damp rag. Um, and um, But then around the doorways and stuff, spray that as well. Do not spray and use the bait stations together because it kind of cancels each other out. And I think if you do this combination, the other thing, too, is when you look at the kitchen counter, if you really study it, can you see, like, maybe where they're coming from? Is there, like, a nook and cranny that they're coming in and out of? No. I have looked for that with a a high-powered flashlight, uh, and I can't figure out where they're coming from. There is no... um, cracks along the edge of the counter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I can think of is that they're coming up from the drain, although I haven't seen them coming up no, from the drain, no, or maybe coming up where the where the fixtures are. So take apart, like take, uh, clear out the sink base too, because if it's damp down there, they're, you know, they're seeking out the moisture. Uh, take out everything out of the sink base and spray in there as well with this home defense product. And I think if you do that combination of the two you'll have success. Okay, I will. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LOU. This is Lynn in New York. Lynn? Good morning. How are you? Um, I'm good. Very good, thank you. Beautiful day here. Where um, Where in New York? Still, uh, we're in the Catskills. Oh, my gosh. It's so uh, near pretty. Cooperstown. Love that. Originally from Michigan. But I'm uh, out here now. Yeah, it's beautiful upstate here. Nice. Um, 
We built our house many years ago. Um, we have wooden stairs going to the basement, and um, we had, like, wall-to-wall carpeting going down for many years. We tore that out and put treads, tacked it down with uh, treads, and painted it, and now they crack as we go up and down the stairs. <laughs> and I don't know, and they never made noise like that before. And there's nothing covering the stairs now? Nothing but the treads. Okay. And it's wood. Yes, yes. Do Probably I Probably pine. Yeah, and you can when I go down the stairs, I can't see behind the stairs, can I? No, no. It's completely covered. Okay. And they're just painted right now? Yep, we painted them and then put in braided treads. Braided tre- braided treads. Well, braid, yeah, braided like a braided rug. Oh, 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 a rug. So there's a rug over the top yeah. of it all. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, oval rug, but not on the back, just the top, just as you walk up. Just the top on your feet. You mean I? You mean I see the kickers? I see the uh, yes. The risers do not have carpeting on them. Right. But there's right. carpeting on the treads. How thick is that carpeting? It's um, actually braided rug is thicker than a normal, like, thin carpet. Mm-hmm. I mean, what you could try, you could test this out, okay? Um, so if you were to get a decking screw, okay, a uh, and so they're, they're like self-tapping, and they have typically a, torques head on them so you would need a do you own a cordless drill yes okay do you know what a torx bit is my husband just walked in he knows what it is all right yes. so that's like a little star bit if you bought a small box of three inch deck screws self-tapping and you put that torx bit sometimes they come with the right bit it's like a number 20 typically and right on the edge of the treads, you know, where the stringers that are holding the treads going up, right? So it's mm-hmm. typically side to side. You would take a screw and go through the carpeting, okay? And this the, the heads on these are smaller, but it would go through the carpeting and uh, and grab onto the wood and then suck the tread together. And it should, you shouldn't see the screw and it should not damage the um the carpeting whatsoever these deck screws that i'm talking about these exterior screws they have a small kind of rounded head they're designed specifically for um using um like trex decking and things like that that um mm-hmm. that that way it doesn't mushroom up but if you tried that it should work really well for you Thanks so much for the phone call. Sorry, I'm bumping up against time. Apologies to Don Kleppen. We need to go into the WGN Radio Newsroom and check in with uh, Don Kleppen. Time now for Noodaloo 2. I just love noodles. No, not noodle. New 2. New to Lou. Good times, noodle salad. No noodles. It's new to Lou. But he does love a good pasta. Now we eat, okay? One up, I eat everybody. Now back to Lou Manfredini. New to Lou 2. And House Smarts Radio. Papa's got a brand new bed. Yep. And this crazy scene. Our new Lou 2. Not too bad. 
sponsored by ChevyDriveChicago.com. When you need a new ride, you need a new Chevy. I think I've told a story that, uh, you know what, in the evening, if I go out with my wife or dinner or whatever, I'm a Manhattan drinker. I love a good Manhattan. I like them smoked. I like them with different bourbons. I mean, it's all, you know, great stuff. It's Buffalo just really Trace. delicious. Buffalo Trace Manhattan you, is That's good. a David Smithwick. Uh, he's a big Buffalo Trace guy. Love it. His, his By the way, his birthday's tomorrow. Nice. Happy birthday. And, he, yes. and he's the Be- Lego king. Did you king. post the... No, I have not yet. What, what is I gotta, it called? What, I I, come up land what is it, Don? What's that thing called? Landspeeder. Landspeeder. You're all a bunch of nerds, by the way. <laughs> Lindsay sends the picture to all of us, and there Andy's like going, oh, my God, that's so cool. And Don's like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Yeah. I want to drive around in one of those. I, I know. I do I know. want to. <laughs> I think it's red. It's, it's a good it's color. Orange. Kind of orange. Orange. Well, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Could be some of the rust from. They're going to be all these Star Wars people sending them in. It's a tattooing. It's not red. Tattooing rust color. That's what that is. Tattooing. Oh. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. Everyone's dorking out. Yeah. Okay. Don's trying to become the Wookiee of the year. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh yeah. Trying, and I think I just succeeded. Here we go. All right, it's off the deep end, right? Yes. How, how did he get off the air? Well, all he wanted to do was talk about Star Wars. Um, and so, anyway, David's birthday, and when I first had my very first Manhattan, it was at the, by the way, I highly recommend this, the bar at the Four Seasons Hotel in Chicago. Mm. So, you know, a good, who I there's some good hotel bars. Now, you think Four, four Seasons, you think like hoity-toity, have you ever been, anyone, to the bar at the Four Seasons? Not in Chicago, so it's, no. In Chicago. So, so the Four Seasons, the lobby, like you go into the elevator, it's like off oh, of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. go to like the fourth floor, that's where the lobby is. And then ah. you get to the lobby, it's lovely, you know, they get whatever, you know, window. But then you kind of go into this little, like I always said, this is where you would bring your mistress. Because you go <laughs> into this bar, it's small, there's like an entrance and an exit. But it's nothing fancy, right? There's like one TV but it's really, and it was the very first time I ever had a Manhattan mm. in a bar. This is years ago. It was like we were Christmas shopping, and the lady goes, oh, we make our Manhattans. We we make them here every day. Like, I'm like, well, well, of course you make them here. But they, like, make them, and they mix them in the thing, and they let them steep. Oh. And then they pour them in, and, they, and it came with this giant ice cube. And I was like... This was so good. And we hadn't eaten all day. I, and so I had this one Manhattan, and I said to Mary Beth, I think you have to drive home. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Honest to God. But I was like, this is delicious. So then I fell into, I fell in love with the big ice cube. Mm-hmm. And I've, you know, like the big ice cube in it. But, you know, you can buy these silicone uh, things that I have that are square. And then I got a couple that I've gotten over the years that's a sphere like a ball, mm-hmm. and they look really nice, but they're never as nice as at a bar. You know, when you go to the bar and they're like crystal clear, yes. yeah. and it's never like so nice. cool, our Noodaloo 2 solves that problem. 
most people would agree it always tastes better when someone else makes it, right? I for sure agree. But food aside, what about restaurant ice cubes? How do they get those cubes or spheres so perfect? The perfect size. They don't seem to melt as fast. They're totally clear and see-through. And let's be honest, they just make the drinks taste better. But do your cubes look like that at home? Not mine. They're a murky mess. Cut to our new Toledo 2 this morning from Iceology. And you too can have clear as day, perfectly shaped cubes made in the comfort of your own home. Here's a little science lesson. Just like in nature, when frigid air meets the surface of warmer water, eventually an ice crystal will form. Then another, then another, and another freezing from the top down, pushing out any air bubbles and impurities. The Iceology ice cube system works the same way, removing the air and allowing dissolved solids to settle, eliminating any cloudiness in the pure crystal clear ice. Each Iceology tray features a lower and upper silicone mold. You fill the lower tray with tap water and lower the upper silicone mold into place. During the freezing process, which is about 12 hours or overnight, bubbles and impurities filter to the top of the tray, leaving crystal clear ice in the ice molds. For real! The result is an oversized cube that keeps your drink colder for longer without diluting. I mean, you might call it the perfect cube. Now, some cons to this gadget are that it is a tad bulky to keep in your small or full-to-the-brim, like mine, freezer, and obviously pricier than a standard ice cube tray. But for people who love consuming those iced drinks or those craft cocktails, Lou, this is a worthy investment providing a luxury of total, clear, impeccably shaped cubes with zero impurities. The H-cube isology tray goes for about 50 bucks and the larger two-cube tray goes for 30. For more information or to check out what it is I'm talking about, check out Lou's House Smarts YouTube channel. But hey, while you're there, just be sure to click that subscribe button. So, it's totally cool. I have it in front of me. It's got the size of a shoebox. I have the smaller cube one. But it's like the size of a shoebox, right? The smaller cube? Yeah, not the big cubes. <laughs> but even the small but even the small ones are probably inch and a half by inch and a half. Yeah, so they're those pretty are good big size. Yeah. And um, so you do need room in there. But the whole idea, the thing that I was told by a bartender, yes, you, you need to read the directions when you're putting this together. Because the key is what Lindsay said. There's like a tray, like an ice cube tray, okay? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of them. You put the water in the tray. Then the silicone that kind of opens like Pac-Man, because that's kind of nice. It's very easy to open. A lot of the other silicones, you got to push them out. Then you just press that in. And then what a bartender told me is in order to get the crystal clear um, ice cubes, you got to freeze the ice like a lake. Like if the wa- like a frozen lake, because it's insulated on the bottom and the cold is at the top, and that forces the impurities down. Now I was like, I go, how do you do this? So there's one trick where you would take talk about no room in your freezer. You take like an igloo cooler and you pour a couple inches of water in the bottom of an igloo cooler, and you put that in your freezer. But you need like a chest freezer to do that. Then you take out that chunk of ice and you break it up, and it's not, it's not by, it's not anything um it's you know it's jagged but it's cool because it's clear and you can drop that in and drink this is cool 
The other thing that I read in the directions is, you know, most people's freezers are pretty cold. They're, you know, like five degrees. You actually want to do this at a higher temperature. So if you can get ultimately the freezer at like 20 degrees, which is still freezing, right? Um, The slower that it freezes, like a lake, the clearer the ice cubes. But totally cool. Great gift idea. Right. And I, my, my mind immediately goes to like holidays. So oh. for like Halloween, I like to put the little gummy eyeballs in the ice skin and then yeah. make the ice yeah. ball or the eyeball ice cubes. But they never work because it always is cloudy. Right. So if you're someone who likes to do fancy cubes. Yeah. Totally cool idea. Really nice. So check it out. Go to, are you going to put it up on YouTube? Along with, um, the, you're going to put the picture of David's uh, Lego creation on Instagram? Right. We've got all kinds of things for you to look at. We're working on it. Um, just go to YouTube.com slash HowSmartsTV and you can learn more about our new Tulutu Iceology. Really, really cool. All right. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. We'll take a quick break and be back right after that. Now's the time to pick up that phone and give him a call. Don't worry, it's just you and Lou. Always two there are. No more, no less. A master and an apprentice. And do not fear, there are no silly questions. Here is the path to the dark side. Now back to Lou Manfredini. You are the Obi-Wan Kenobi of fix and stuff. House Smarts Radio. <laughs> Advice I give you, I do. When you're not quite sure what to do, do a Yoda impersonation. Right here on 720 WGN. Oh my God. I think David is listening to the show right now and he's like marching around right now, right? <laughs> Looking for the clone warriors to, you know, whatever. He's like, where's the Mandalorian? I don't know enough about Star Trek to, or Star Wars. Oh my gosh. Somebody's going to, I don't know enough about it. So I wasn't a star. I was a Star Trek guy, not a Star oh. Wars guy. So, so cool. I know. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Let's go back to the phone lines. This is Wanda in Lockport. Hi, Wanda. Hey. Um, I figured you changed the time of your word for the day because I'm too loquacious. Good job. Good job, Wanda. Very nice. We changed it. You know, we let people wake up a little bit so they can pay attention. Good job. Yeah. I just haven't been uh, calling in because you don't say the word before I go to work, but I'm off today. Oh, good. And I have a couple questions if you have time. I do. Okay. Um, We had solar panels installed on our house in Lockport, and once last fall and just recently, when the rain's been really hard and driving, we've had a leak um, at the doorway where the dining room and living room meet. My husband went up there, and he said there was something with the ridge cap, and he put some sealant there, but that did not help, and it leaked again. So this is a leak in the interior of your home. Right. Hmm. Um, and so when he went up there, he could see that it was leaking, th- you know, down through there. I mean, you probably, uh, you know, we we need a roofing contractor to come out and fix that on the exterior, not the interior. Because if okay, you're waiting so for... If if you, the, go ahead. If we call the solar company, 
it's something they would have to fix because there has never been a leak in the roof before the solar panels went up. Right. How long have they been up? Um, it'll be a year this fall. Right. So, I mean, you know, they're drilling in and putting something through the, uh, through the shingles, you know, the brackets. And so do they offer any kind of guarantee? In other words, when you did the solar panels, what was the condition of your roof? Was it newer? We had to put a new roof on I see. because of the age of it. All right, so you so it was a brand new roof. So you put a brand new roof that got done by the roofing contractor, and then mm-hmm. the then the um, solar panel people came and did their work. Right, and he said it was some kind of weird looking ridge cap that was on there, and he could see where a spot where the uh, one of the shingles wasn't quite right, so he sealed it. But we had a driving rain, and it was leaking again. And does the solar company offer any kind of guarantee against the leaks? They must. Yeah, they do, but he's afraid that they're not going to fix it the right way. Well, I mean, so the problem you have here, Wanda, is that you've got these solar panels that my understanding is ultimately that belongs to them, not you, right? Are you leasing these? Yes. Right. So if you start going up there messing with it, you could you could jeopardize whatever the agreement you have with them if they come back to fix something. So I would absolutely call them back, and they absolutely should fix it the right way because you shouldn't be having a leak in the center of your house that has to be... I mean, I would just come to the conclusion that the issue is because of the brackets or something that's holding these solar panels in place. Yeah, it seems to just, like, run um, from wherever the leak starts, run, and drops in the do- a doorway between the dining room and living room. So right. it's very right. frustrating. No, I would definitely get them to come back and uh, have them fix that because that's not your responsibility. That's their responsibility to get that done the right way. Wanda, thank you so much for your phone call. Uh, I've got to get out of the way because the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. More House Smarts Radio coming up. You're tuned into Lou right here on House Smarts Radio. To most, it's just another sidewalk or parking lot, but to Andreas and Sons, it is a work of art. Mwah! Perfectly paved with precise attention to detail, Andreas Construction is a third-generation family-owned concrete construction and asphalt company. They're based in Cicero. They proudly serve the commercial, industrial, and residential arenas across the Chicagoland area. No job is too small. So if your project requires concrete or asphalt, you need to contact the pros at Andreas & Sons. They have the expertise and experience to handle any job. Patios, stairs, foundations, driveways, loading docks, warehouse floors. Andreas & Sons does it all. Andreas unites over 60 years of professional expertise with the latest equipment and technology. For your free estimate, call 708-863-5735. That's 708-863-5735. Or visit andreasconstruction.com. Be sure to ask about their neighborhood discounts and special financing, too. Andreas & Sons Concrete Construction, 708-863-5735 or andreasconstruction.com. Andreas & Sons. Providing high-quality professional concrete and asphalt solutions since 1959. You've got news coming up with Don Kleppen Sports with Andy Mazur. More House Marts Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back. 
You're tuned into Lou, answering your questions about your home. Every time I speak to neighbors or people about it, I always say, well, I got this because I talked to Lou Mantadini. All you have to do is pick up the phone. Somebody asked just this week about, what do I do about woodpeckers? And I said, well, <laughs> I should this on my house because Lou Manfredini and WGN Radio. Here he is now, Lou Manfredini and House Arts Radio. Josie's on a vacation far away. is our phone number. How can we help you this morning? Here until 10 o'clock, Annie Mazer and his newscast. Thank you, thank you. Nicely done, nicely done. Lindsay did it off air, uh, used her uh, her word of the day, and then she's like, oh, wait, I'll save it for on air. It is a radio show. No one hears you when we're in a commercial break, but well done this for Lindsay. Good job. She came up with the word as well. 857 is our phone number. Let's go back to the phone lines. Come on, giddy up. Nope. Uh, just lost Ginger. Let's go with Marin in South Elgin. Hi, Marin. Marie. Marie, hi. hi. Oh, Marie. Marie. Yes. I'm sorry. It's hi. A, it was a misspelling on my part. Hi, Marie. How may I help you? Good morning. I uh, splashed. One of some of that hot wax melt, uh, that scented stuff, you know, uh, I splashed it on my wallpaper. And I put a warm uh, uh, iron over it with some brown paper, and it absorbs some of the stain or some of the wax that was on there. Mm -hmm. But it is still stained. Um, Google says to uh, put a little rubbing alcohol or something on there, but it's not working. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get that out. Mm. What do you think? Marie, what are you doing splashing the wax around there? Is that a whole part of the story I don't uh, know about? You know that commercial with the for paper towels where they spill something, goes in slow motion? Yeah. And, oh, That's what yeah, happened? Yeah, a lot of really bad words came out of my mouth. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, that is the worst. Okay, so the... Oh. The brown paper, you did the right thing with the brown paper and the warm um, uh, uh, iron. Iron. And so mm-hmm. then now, remember, this wax, uh, t- you know, tends to be, uh, it has a little oil in it, right? That That's how it yeah. kind of works. So we need to loosen up that oil. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to run to, what, and let me ask you this, what color is the, um, is the, well, tell me about the wallpaper. Uh, it's a beige background with tiny flowers on it, and okay. of course the wax melt was pink. Got it. And so it isn't. It's it's one level. It's not like a flocked paper or anything like that. No, right, okay. correct. Have yeah. you heard me talk about a cleaner slash oil called Superzilla? Oh, okay, yeah. Spray that on the wallpaper. Give it about I don't know three minutes. Take a plastic scrubbing pad you know like uh you know what a chore boy is yeah well they make that in plastic that's what i want not metal and gently okay gently in a circular motion kind of work that up to break apart the oil and then have a clean rag with you 
uh, like a cotton rag, and then kind of blot it up, and that should do the trick. Okay. Um, that you, once I moisten that paper with the the superzilla or whatever, won't that plastic chore boy won't pull the paper off? Well, not if you're going uh, like a bat out of you know what. Just nice, nice and easy. Oh. Nice and easy. You know how mad you okay. were when you spilled the wax? Don't do that. Maybe be calm. Have a cleansing breath. <laughs> Deep breath. Breathe. In with it. <sighs> and then just nice and easy. Like you're, you know, putting, okay. put just nice and easy and it should work. Okay. I'll give it a try. Thank you very much. You got it. Appreciate you calling this morning. 857-5574-LOU. This is Patty uh, in Patty's at Home. Patty, in home? I am in Homewood. Huh. <laughs> I, is there something going on with your computer, Lindsay? Yes, it's so, so it's first like it was freezing and first it was Marie, but her name she put in Marin, and then when she went to say crap, take line two, she wrote Kreb, and then now it's Patty at home in Homewood. Hi, Patty. In Homewood. Hi, Lou. Thank you. <laughs> um, we had to replace our central air conditioning unit. What the previous owners put in was an LG VRF commercial unit, which we've gotten quotes of over $4,000 to fix. So we've been getting quotes on replacing it with a, with a residential unit, and we've gotten quotes anywhere from 32000 to $12,000. Where I thought this would be more like two to four thousand. What do you live in a warehouse? What What are you talking about? No, it is a seventeen hundred square foot ranch, and the air conditioning unit is in the attic. So and okay, wait, wait, hold hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. (laughs) So you've got the air conditioning. Is it a space pack? In other words, your uh, your vents that you when you're in individual rooms, they're not like round, high velocity vents, are they? No, they're standard rectangular vents. There's an intake on one side and uh, output on the other. And how do you heat the home? There's a boiler. Okay, so you heat the home with the boiler, and then mm-hmm. in the attic you have air conditioning. You said it's a ranch home. Correct. And somebody said they're going to come and replace it for $32,000? Yeah, that well that was on the high side. <laughs> that's on the crazy that's other- on the, that's on the crazy side. Okay. Well, that's what we thought because that's a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice car. That's a nice it's not just a car, that's a nice car even today. Okay. <laughs> Homewood, Homewood. Give me some other Correct. give me some other uh, okay, so here's a list of people you're going to call. Okay. You're going to get a quote from American Weather Makers. Okay. You're going to get a quote from Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling. You know, I have called them before for the fireplace, Yeah, and they don't service the southern suburbs. Oh, they don't come to Homewood. Well, they may come to Homewood right. for, the, for the furnace, so call, call them about that. Okay. And you're also going to call Perfect Home Services. Okay. And then I have one more place. We have there's a listing of of um, certified Carrier and Bryant dealers at Chicago FAD Frank Allen David. <laughs> um, okay. ChicagoFAD.com. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, and that was that, my next question. Okay. So here's the thing. 
it should be around for just an AC air. This what we're talking about is an air handler. Swapping that thing out, right? We're probably around right ten or fifteen thousand dollars. Okay, why is it so much to go from a commercial to a residential? I don't unit? know. I don't know what the heck they have up there, but that shouldn't be. I mean, there may need to be some additional, like maybe, maybe the ductwork has to be. Uh, you like where the connection point happens, you know, it might be, um, how many rooms do you have in this house? Uh, three bedrooms and living room, kitchen, family room, and dining room. Okay. So seven. The, the other thing you could do, which I, I think would be a cool thing to just sort of see, have you talked, mm-hmm. have you heard me talk about, um, and let me ask you this, how many people live in the house? Three. Okay. And, um... And so, do you use your air conditioning a lot? Yes, because my husband has COPD. Okay, then we're going to change your life, and you're going to get a bid on used doing a Mitsubishi ductless split system. And that'll cost you less, or probably around the same amount. You'll abandon the ductwork that you have now. In every room okay. will go a cartridge that has its own thermostat to both heat and cool, but really you only need it for cooling, but you'll get supplemental heat if you have like a room that, oh, this room's never really that warm. And they'll, they can do up to five cartridges on one inverter, all electric, just like your system, and your house will never be more comfortable in the heat of the summer. Okay, now I had one person tell me that he that that type of system would be in the range of thirty five thousand. I think we need to get another who bid. Do, who do we call for that? You go to getacomfyhome.com. dot com. That is okay. the van, that's the vanity website for Mitsubishi. You can learn all about it, and then they can set you up with a <laughs> dealer that works in home, okay. Homewood. Okay. All right, because that's been one of the issues with the unit that's up there now. I can't find any. There's only one company that I can find. Yeah, you get one of these, then you can get them all. I mean, then you get this. It's all service that's ready to go. And they they just run and run and run, and they work and work and work. And I've said this before. If I was building a brand-new house today, that's how I would heat Uh and cool the home. Okay. It's a Mitsubishi ductless split system. Correct. Did I get that right? You did. Very well done. Okay. No matter where you live, Patty. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of places, you know, the south of I eighty, which we are just barely south of I eighty, you know, they're yeah. like, ah, yeah. it's the hinterland. Right, 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 right. Understood. Okay. All right, good luck to you. Thank you so much. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Wipe it off with a scrub brush and the rust will come off. Okay. All right, I'm just mm-hmm. concerned about you standing up on the end of that balcony, so please be careful. Yes, I will. I, I'll have a friend or I'll have a handyman and I'll be yeah. holding on to him. <laughs> He'll do the work. <laughs> right. I like going to that Jan lady's house. She hangs on to me when I'm doing the work. It'll be, you'll get them, they'll be lined up, Jan, coming to work at your place. Oh, yeah, good idea. I'm single, so there. Ready to mingle. Here he is now on House Smarts Radio. A little bit of Monica in my life. 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 A little bit of
This is uh, Dan in Elmhurst. Hey, Dan, good morning. Uh, Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, sir. How may I help you this morning? Uh, Well, uh, I've been writing a speech on artificial intelligence right now, and I think that's going to be easier than piling my bathroom. Well, maybe you you could get the artificial intelligence to tile the bathroom. Uh, Like, will will that be the next? Will that be the next thing? (laughs) I don't know. I've done a lot of handy stuff around the house, but to to saw tile, and we we picked out after weeks of looking a a hexagonal black tile, and we're gonna and what we the look we like is black these black two inch hexagonals with white grout, and I think I'm gonna screw up the grouting. I'm gonna screw up the sawing. I need to get a saw. And it's going to take so many weekends that my wife's not going to be happy to be out of the bathroom that long. How many bathrooms do we have? We do have one in the basement that that she doesn't like to use. Okay. (laughs) Well, that'll be a good motivator for you. Now, wait. What are we tiling? Are we tiling the shower or the floor? Just the floor. So five by eight floor. We're leaving the old tub in there. We're replacing the vanity in the toilet. Okay. And I, the hexa- the hex- wait, wait, the hexagonal tile that you're doing is coming on a sheet, correct? Yes, that's okay. correct. All right. And you've never done this before? I have not done that. And the 20-minute DIY video I had watched said, you know, sometimes the even with the netting on the back, the spacing on these tiles has to be tweaked. So it seems like a horrendously heavy tweaking project. Well... So talk me into it or talk me out of it. Well, okay. Uh, are you motivated? Uh, uh, wait, let me let me hold. My patience uh, uh, wears thin. Yeah, the, let me let me go again. Are you motivated? And then I heard crickets. <laughs> 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 what is that? Now let me ask you this: What is the current? What is the current floor in the bathroom? Uh, it's a it's a uh, uh, vinyl. So you're you're going to take that up. I'll take that up. And then you're going to you're going to mechanically fasten like a quarter inch concrete board to that existing subfloor. Oh, is that right? Okay. And then you're going to put that tile down. You're going to snap some straight lines so you can line up. You know, you're not make you're not doing yourself any favor doing the hexagonal tile on a no, sheet. No, I know. Like if you were if you told me, hey, I want to do a six by six tile, simple, blah blah blah, that would be the one I would say, go for it, you can do that. But the hexagonal yeah. one, if you're just a teeny tiny bit off, it'll drive you crazy. Yeah, yeah. How long have you been married? <laughs> Twenty years. Okay. Can you afford to hire a tile guy? Uh. No, we we, we no, I mean, we don't want to spend that much money on that place. And then maybe a handyman could help me, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think this one I should pass on. I think it. I, I just think that if you you know you you're, you're you're not you're not coming at me with the gusto that I would normally like to hear, and I'm well, happy, I, I, I'm happy to walk you through it. But 
I can't. I I did the kitchen floor. Oh. I put in recessed lighting in our living room. Okay. And and I was scared for both of those, you know. So I I finally got into it, and and then it was slow. Okay. Um, I know that at like um, places like the tile, um, uh, uh, um, what, what do you call it? Uh, the floor and floor and decor. They have classes. Maybe you take a class. Oh, okay. Right? Maybe that's a good idea. And go do take idea. a class and uh then um you know if you if you take a class and then you learn a little bit about it, it's not a big floor. You can probably do it yourself, but you have to take your time and you will need some kind of concrete board underneath there uh to get this all done. Thanks so much for the phone call. I'm bumping up against time for news. It's eight thirty one in the morning. When we come back, it's a brand new line of tools. To work outdoors, um, very cool company based out of Madison, Wisconsin. I think that you're going to want to listen because it's uh, really interesting, well-made stuff. But first, this report at WGN Radio News with Don Kleppen. You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini right here on House Smarts Radio. Before you get caught on that ladder, let me tell you what it's all about. Find you a few things that matter that you can put a fence around. And then he laid it out. Bye, girl. Find the one you can't live with. Welcome back to House Smarts Radio. Lou Manfredini here with you. Okay. Uh, you know, what I do, right? I like to fix things. I like to build things. In order to do all that, you need the right tools. I also like to uh, get outside and do uh, some work as well. That's a specific type of tool, right? Uh, shears and hedge trimmers. And while there's a lot of power stuff out there, there are still uh, hand tools that you have to use And there's a lot of cheap stuff out there. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Today, we're going to talk to somebody that created some really nice stuff. Joining me on the phone line is Keegan Nesvasil, who is a gardening and landscape expert and the co-founder of the Woodland Tools Company. Keegan, good morning, and welcome to House Smarts Radio. Hey, good morning, Lou, and thanks for having me on the show. Okay, I'm going to start with, uh, you know, I got a little information about you guys that you found, you were founded in 2020. You know, there's a heck of a lot of companies making tools out there. What kind of harebrained idea than you and your co-founder get to say, hey, we're going to make some tools, and I think we can really go out there and show people what we can do? Yeah, Lou, that, that's a great question. And, <laughs> and honestly, one my wife asked me at the start of this endeavor as well. But, you know, when we looked at it, we felt like there's always a great opportunity to bring, you know, a quality, innovative brand uh, into any space, but especially into lawn and garden cutting tools. You know, we felt like there hasn't been a lot of innovation in the last decade. Uh, and we were able to solve a lot of consumer pain points and bring quality, innovative, and reliable products uh, to a new generation of garden enthusiasts. And and you did it, uh, you know, and in, 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 in you guys sent me some tools to, to, to try out, and they, they feel good in your hands. They're ergonomically designed for... For anybody's hands, it's not just a specific for a gender. If you've got big hands or small hands, and um, and you can quite honestly feel the quality as you're holding the tool in your hand. Absolutely, and you know the the tools were years in the making, right? We didn't just you know wake up one day and decide we're going to produce garden cutting tools. <laughs> we started the whole project uh, looking and saying hey, how do we create a better consumer experience? So really studying the consumer, how they're using the tools, what are their pain points, you know, many iterations and prototypes, and then ultimately a lot of testing and retesting to make sure that they have the 
the innovation, the performance, and the durability that you just mentioned. You guys uh, are based out of Madison, Wisconsin, so you're you're just up the road from Chicago. But but your tools, I mean, you've got pruners and head shears and uh, tree pruners and clearing tools and saws and scratch tools, snips and shears. I mean, when you started, did you kind of think like oh, I'm gonna we're gonna create a half a dozen, and then then you just kept going and realized you could create a whole line because you, you really have just about anything that someone could need uh, to maintain their their home or or even uh, at a commercial setting too. Yeah, and that was absolutely the goal. So, you know, the first year we started with 20 tools. It's expanded to about 40 so far. We've got a really robust roadmap on the way. But, you know, the goal is to really provide the full turnkey solution of woodland tools for whatever the lawn and garden consumer is trying to accomplish. Right, right. now, I mentioned the fact that when I hold them in my hands, I, I feel like it's a really good quality tool. Can you talk a little bit about the warranty uh, that you guys have on these tools? Yeah, like I mentioned, you know, we test and retest and test some more, you know, not only for du- durability, but also for, for, for performance. You know, ultimately, things do happen in the garden, right? Things break or you cut something a little bit too hard and you throw a neck in the blade. Uh, and that was something that was really important to us when we founded the brand. You know, we spent a lot of time making sure these tools you know, work quality and, and held up in the garden. But if something happened, we obviously wanted to stand behind it. And that's where our guaranteed forever promise comes in, which is a lifetime warranty. Uh, team is really great about it. You know, might ask you for a picture if something happens just because we want to understand what sure. went wrong. Um, but it's pretty much a no questions asked uh, lifetime warranty on those wow. tools. Well, that's amazing. Um, and that, I mean, obviously it says a lot about your belief in, in the quality of the products that you're building uh, you're new in 2020. Um, are you available? Obviously, uh, you can buy on your website, but are you uh, hoping to get into retailers? Are you already in brick-and-mortar retailers? Yeah, brick-and-mortar has been a fast adopter for us. Obviously, you know, in the, in the digital e-commerce world, you know, we were, we were quick to get on, into that space. But, yeah. you know, we've had some really great brands uh, and retail brands that have, have jumped on board, including Ace Hardware, Do It Best, True Value, Blaine's Fleet Farm, uh, and a lot of other brands across the, uh, the U.S., uh, including Menards. That's awesome. Um, and, um, you know, along with that, you also, which I, I really like, too, I mean, I think that, you know, look, I'm a, I'm a capitalist. I think every business should go out there and make money and provide jobs. And, you know, it's okay for people to be successful. All that is good. But it's also just as important to have be conscious when you're a capitalist. And your company is conscious, too, about giving back, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's where our partnership with 1% for the planet comes in. So, you know, you hear about a lot of giving and all giving is great. And we encourage all companies to do that. But Woodland Tools gives 1% of all of our top line sales, not our profits, our top line sales uh, back to environmental initiatives across the United States. You know, last year, the big initiative the team uh, kind of took on was kids gardening. Yeah. Love to see the, the excitement of, you know, the kids getting products and being able to go out and get their hands dirty. Um, and kind of fostering a new generation of gardening. And then for this year, uh, we turned it over and pivoted a little bit to community gardens. So really, you know, promoting people to garden, whether it's at their home or somewhere in their community, you know, to stay involved uh, with gardening. That's awesome. I I love that. That's a great story. And, uh, you know, it sounds like you guys are on the right path. You know, I, I... I received the tools and I, I used them around my my home a little bit. I mentioned, I, you know, they feel really good. And then, uh, prior to you and I talking, you know, I spent a little time on your website. And 
for those of you listening right now, what I want you to do is go to woodlandtools.com and they have a, you go to the About Us thing and they have a video that is quite possibly as good as the Mission Impossible trailer that's out there right now. <laughs> it is it is so good. Like, I'm watching this thing going, man, this is like a movie trailer, and you get done watching it, and all of a sudden, before you know it, you have six different tools in your cart, and you're buying things. So whoever put that together, uh, big applause for them, because they did a nice job. Absolutely. We took a lot of pride in that video, and it's been really fun to see the response uh, as consumers have been able to engage with it. That's awesome. That's really great. Um, all right. So uh, Keegan Nesfasil is uh, the gardening landscape expert and co-founder of Woodland Tools Company. He mentioned where you can find these brands. Uh, any One last thing you got any, you said you, you started with 20, you've got now 40. Any new things on the horizon? Do you, do you anticipate that you'll stay in the hand tool business or do you think you may you know, pivot a little bit and go to some kind of power tool as well? Yeah, that's a great question. Nothing, nothing is out of the realm of possibility. You know, we do have some some really great uh, new and innovative hand tools, which we'll be launching here in the next couple of years. But really, look for a robust roadmap uh, from us. You know, over the next uh, two to three years. And I would just say to the listeners out there, you know, Woodland Tools is uh, one of the few uh, lawn and gardening companies for manual cutting tools that that's based here in the United States. So. You know, all of the profits are going right back to local economies here and going to support uh, the United States of America. So something really that. important to us as well. I love that. I love that. All right, give me the website and also uh, your social media handles for people listening. Yeah, so www.woodlandtools.com. You'll find, you know, 40 great products and more to come every year. And then our handles are at Woodland Tools. Uh, across social media platforms. Keegan Nesvasil, uh, as I mentioned, co-founder of Woodland Tools Company. Uh, thanks so much for taking the time, Keegan. Uh, continued success. I hope it goes really well for you. Thank you, Lou. Great to be with you. You're listening to House Marts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Our phone number is 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Rini is in South Elgin. Hi, Rini. You're on House Marts Radio. What is it? Renee. That's how you would spell it's Renee. You know, there's a lot of stars out there in the sky. They can't all be the brightest. How do you spell your name, Renee? R E N E E. Really? But they still shine. I would not think that's how you spell how Renee. How else would you spell Renee? I don't know, but it looks like Rini. Yeah. There's also a lot of tools out there. Now back to one of the sharpest in the shed. Some people who are really close to her call her Rini. So I'm going to call her Rini. Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Just walk away, Renee. You know, along with uh, the Millennium Falcon's uh, uh, birthday today, your husband David, we'll just call him the Millennium Falcon, uh, it's also uh, another David uh, who manages our Villa Park Ace Hardware Store. It's his birthday tomorrow as well. Get out of here. And, you know, Candace, my friend Candace, my dear friend Candace, her father Joe, Joe Kane, his birthday on Sunday, he says... He says his birthday, which is tomorrow, and he's older than both David's. He said, well, it's the greatest day ever because it was the day he was born. And it's always, on June 16th, a beautiful day. July 16th. Like I said, July 16th. It's always a beautiful day, Rini. Um, (laughs) So tomorrow, watch. When you wake up tomorrow, July 16th, it'll be a beautiful day. Can't wait. Yeah. Happy birthday to both you, David's, and Joe. 
857 857-557-4568. Let's go back to the phone lines. This is Diane in McHenry. Hi, Diane. <laughs> Hi, Lou. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. I'm a retired English teacher, so I've been known and called loquacious quite often. So I just wanted to let you know that I don't want to be too loquacious this time, but I will be I will be contrite. <laughs> I love it. You're the best. How may I help you? <laughs> uh, I had four years ago, I put in my small 900-square-foot condo a tankless water heater. And uh, the plumbers put it in, but it's been four years. Do I need to have that maintained annually, or how do I go about making sure? that It's still working. It's working fine. But I'm wondering if uh, it needs to be updated and uh, checked annually. They uh, Most of the manufacturers will suggest that you flush them on an annual basis. Um, Okay. Just to keep the heat exchanger, you know, kind of clean, and a plumber can come and do that. Um, mm-hmm. Typically, now they they put these special valves in that allow them to easily flush the system. It's almost like um, there's a, on the ho- on the the water valve. You know, the cold water comes in and the hot water comes out, and there's a valve there that they can turn, typically a quarter of a turn, and connect essentially a garden hose on both sides and they can put a clean they they take the system offline they put a cleaner into the system to allow it to break down the um calcification or whatever and then they flush it out so it's not a bad idea to have that done do you still have a relationship with the plumber that put it in four years ago Absolutely. He actually, he does everybody in the condo building. So yes, we have a great relationship with him. And uh, he, you know, he always, and I'm one of maybe five out of 93 owners that have a tankless heater. And it's, it seems, it seems very efficient. I I picked up the heater at Home Depot. It's an echo heater. And uh, he put it, yeah, he put it in. And I, I think my, my paperwork said that I should get at least because um, I don't use it. I don't use, I mean, other than showering in the morning and running hot water for dishes, uh, I don't use laundry because we have a laundry room downstairs. Mm. Uh, I, he said, it said I should get at least eight to 10 years out of this tankless heater. Probably even more. Oh, really? That's oh, yeah. good to hear. The, the average life of, a, of an on-demand water heater is twice that of a tanked unit. And if you flush it annually, you're going to get even more out of it. Okay, so I, that's what I'll do. I'll have the plumber come in and do a flushing through it, especially now is a good time since they're not as busy as they would be once mm-hmm. all the snowbirds come down. Right, so, right, right. Exactly. And, and you know what? The way you started the uh, the conversation, you are quite loquacious. Oh, thank you. I am. I know. That's why I was such a good English teacher. I never stopped talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, thank if you. you're thank welcome, you. you're welcome. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LOU is our phone number. Uh, real quick, our Toro product of the month giveaway is the 60-volt max 24 hedge trimmer. You get your yard in tip-top shape with the Toro July product of the month. Enter to win. 
This award-winning battery-powered hedge trimmer is a beast on your bushes, cutting through the tough branches like butter, rotating, comfort grip handle, makes it easy to switch from vertical to horizontal. Any hedge trimming job is a piece of cake, and the 24-inch dual-action steel blade means any job is easy and fast, and it's all part of the Toro Flex Force power system with an interchangeable battery of 75-plus tools. To enter to win, just go to to win the Toro 60-volt Max 24-inch hedge trimmer, you just go to WGNRadio.com slash contest. That's WGNRadio.com slash contest. The sweepstakes ends Monday, July 31st at 11.59 p.m. Central Time. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Oh, what happened? Oh, I hit a little... Hold on. I-E-D-T apostrophe S. I'm most cowards. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Any other way but teats. <laughs> Your proven Saturday morning winner. Tides? Tight? Anyone? My sister had a cat. And the cat birthed a litter of kittens. And he's taking your calls live right now. There was this one little runt who couldn't really get access to the... to the. I said the name of the place was Teats Nursery. So we're just calling the nursery. And Teats, this is Val. May I help you? To the uh, Teats. Val, how, how do I pronounce the name of the nursery? That's a family name, right? Yeah, it's Teat. 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 Teat Nursery. Okay. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much. You bet. Thank you. Bye. Hello. Is now when I get the apology? Is this now when I would get the apology? Now back to Lou. Is it too late now to say sorry? Geppetto. That's what I named him. Geppetto. And House Smarts Radio. Is it too late to say sorry now? I might not be smart, but I'm no dummy. Teats Nursery. For all your uh, for all your um, uh, coast of Maine products that they have in stock, there you go to Teats Nursery in Teats. somewhere in Iowa. Teats, it's good. Um, uh, Andy and Don, mm-hmm. um, you yes, know sir. the uh, the swans at Capistrano. You know how they come back every year. Mm-hmm. Salmon, the salmon, or is it swans? It's thinking. Swans. Well, it's the it's the it's the swallows of Capistrano, not ah, the swans. Got it. Excuse got me. it. And the salmon, when they come back to spawn, right? It's like a thing that they have to do. Right, right. right. So I I think you may know this, but um, Lindsay is a, she's not a big person, but she's a ginormous fan of Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah. Who isn't, man? That's my line whenever I see people like, oh, I'm a big fan of your show. Like if they run into somebody, I go, well, you're not that big. Yeah. (laughs) Medium (laughs) size. I love that. Yeah, well. No, but I mean, you're not that big. You're not that big. You look pretty good. You're in good shape. Like that, I do. I do. It's a compliment. Yeah, right? that works. So, last week she went on a road trip with her sister and her two nieces and her two daughters, and they went to Dollywood. Oh. Whoa! And she it's- sent me a picture. And do you know, like when kids are so excited, you know, like when you're so tired you can't go to sleep. Like, yeah. it's that kind of thing. You're so excited. The look on her face was like somebody had taken an electrical cord <laughs> and stuck it in her because she Yay. was so excited. Nice. <laughs> so excited. And how did you describe Dollywood to me? I will still say it was like overstimulation. I did not know where to look. <laughs> I didn't. I, I, I couldn't. And I kept sending her pictures of Dolly Parton. Have you seen her yet? And she's like, why? Is she here? She was like so excited like that I knew something. Well, you sent me some news article. I was like, wait, did, did you, are you reading something that I didn't? Because, of course, they're like, sometimes she makes appearances. Sure. Well, it's right. Dollywood, right? She's okay. got to come but there will, to count the money. I will say, too, that I mean, I consider myself a pretty big fan, but whoa. 
like there are some really big fans. <laughs> really? Like people walking like, around like Dolly? Kind of. Or like we sat down for the show and this woman was in front of us and struck up a conversation. And I mean, we couldn't get her to stop talking. Like we're like, there's a show. There's a show going on. We're trying to. She was just telling. Oh, we saw her last time, and she was here, and she was. It was. She was. She was so excited. Yeah, and like we're trying to watch the, the show, right? They wear the shirts <laughs> and the big dolly earring. It is so. It's like Disney, but instead of like Mickey Mouse everywhere, it's <laughs> dolly everywhere. <laughs> really, That's and you awesome. said it was very nice. Like it was clean and. And everybody... For years, I've always kind of pictured in my head um, Wally World <laughs> and fit in the vacation movie, like right. totally just, you know, rickety and, yeah. hi kids, welcome, yeah. to, you know, and like right. broken everything. It is the most well-kept, beautifully landscaped, clean theme park I think I've ever been to. Wow. It was That's great. an it amazing was endorsement. It's not I... huge though, right? Like you... No. I would say it's like slightly smaller than Six Flags. So is it somewhere if you were going to go to Dollywood and you were going to go and take your kids or your grandkids, you need to spend a day or more than a day? Like if you went to Disney World, you need to spend more than one day because it's so ginormous. Yeah. You can do it. In, people do it in a day. They also have a splash park that we did not. It was a diff- separate park next to it. We did yeah. not do that. But I know some people do that. Whoa. But have you, it's a beautiful have you, area. Have you and David taken the girls to Disney World yet? Um, I took both of the girls for their fifth birthday with a friend of mine oh, and her, nice. their, her daughter. Oh, so Sadie was five and Sydney was three. Well, each of them individually on their fifth birthday. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Will you go back? Um, yeah. I loved it. It's so fun. Yeah. That's I fun. love all that stuff. Yeah. It was so cool. And like they have nice. roller coasters and shows and yes. like giant sodas that you buy for a million dollars and walk around I with, right? told your Classic. son he should like not write off auditioning for Dollywood. They had great performers. Oh, I bet. Nice. And it's it in what town cool. in Tennessee? Uh, it's in Pigeon Forge, which is oh, her it's lovely hometown. lovely this time of year. Yeah. What are was the it it is, It's like. in Smoky Mountains. It is amazing. It's beautiful. Huh. They don't have any wow. like... I know, highly recommend it to anybody. Like Six Flags and Disney World have like, you know, Minnie and Mickey walking around. Do they have like, you know... No. Furry down no characters. No. Okay. It's just like country music everywhere and like... <laughs> Did you go to, because I, I read, remember I did that podcast, and they have some, did you go to the the reenactment of the Civil War or something like that? Isn't there something no, with I, it? I've always wanted to do that, though. Mm. There's like they some. have that there. I thought they have some. No, oh, no, no. It's like inside. Sep- yes. Dolly Stampede. That's not inside. It's a separate Dolly thing. Stampede. Yes. Right. We've heard mixed reviews about that. Yeah. Well, because in the podcast that I read, you know, but she is very... Uh, she doesn't get political whatsoever, right? But in this, uh, they had this Dolly Stampede, and evidently there was a whole thing about the North and the South, and you know there were some people, and she kind of thought about it, and in this podcast she said, I just wanted to be you know, more inclusive, and so they changed a little bit of it and to make it more, I don't know, what, what's the right. word? Divided. Divided. Neutral, not as divided. Right, Correct. right, right. right. So. She's she's so great. I was just going to real quick note here: um, Illinois kids under five can get free books thanks to Dolly Parton's Imagination Library and a new partnership with state officials. That's just from I this just last month. Read that too. She's donating like a gazillion dollars for free books. She has donated more books across the country. It's like I don't know what we would do without Dolly Parton. <laughs> so we have the 
Why isn't coronavirus she vaccine because of Dolly Parton? Right? Didn't she give a million dollars? Yes, she that, did. That, that helped I, develop the Moderna. Uh, yeah, she donated. I think she may have donated to all the companies working on them to Pfizer yeah. and Moderna. And yeah, it's. I right. mean, she's very philanthropic. It's great. I'm standing up at attention. I'm holding my my hand up at my uh, cap, and I'm saying Dolly Parton, salute, salute. Right? right we love on. Dolly Parton. Absolutely. All right. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. This is Tom in Lockport. Hey Tom, good morning. Good morning, Lou. How are you? I'm doing well, sir. How may I help you? Okay, I have a quick question. I have my patio door um, is extremely hard to slide back and forth. We live in a we live in an old house, and I I'm sure this door is fifty years old, but it's it's big. It's like the whole the two doors are a hundred inches wide, so it's fifty inches each door. And they are so heavy, and I don't know if I need to replace the rollers on the bottom of the door. Are you looking at the door right now? Yes. Okay. On the bottom horizontal rail of the door, do you see two circles looking at you? Like on the face of the door? On the face of the door, on the bottom horizontal leg of the door that runs no. across the track. No, I do not. All right. When you open up the door, if you slide the door open and you look at the bottom where the roller, where the door sits on the track, do you see an adjustment screw there at the bottom? No, there is not one there either. Come on. There's got to be one there, Tom. Well, I can't see it. How about on the outside of the door? On the outside, there is not either. That doesn't make sense to me. No. Are you uh, are you talking? Are you are you are you holding the phone in your hand? Yes. Okay. And you said the door is how wide? Fifty inches. Five o or six o. Five five o. Okay. If you put the phone down and you grab the door on both sides, can you gently just lift it up and down? Does it go up and down? Hang on, I'll try. All right, I'll be here waiting. Show's over at 10. He's done. Tom is grabbing the door now, and he's trying no, to... it does not. It does not. Um, okay. And it's heavy. I mean, that's the thing. It's so yeah. heavy. So th- those rollers, somewhere, there's an adjustment for those wheels. There's no cap on the wood or anything like that that you can see that pops off. There's no adjustment whatsoever. That just the, It's a wood door. No, it's metal. It's metal, and, and there's, there's no, a hole. There's a hole in the backside, but there's no screw or anything in there to adjust them. There's a hole in the backside. Well, like on the on the back edge of the door. Yeah. Okay. There's a, there's a hole on the back edge, like it would. You know, when you close that, it, that's like in the middle. And if you stuck a screwdriver in there, you don't think that there's a screw in there? Because my no, I. I I tried. I could not feel anything in there. Hmm. Okay. And it may be broken off. I don't know. It's so old. But I didn't know if I do take this door off. I don't want to do it twice. That's why I called. Mm-hmm. Um, are these rollers, like, available to buy? For a 50-year-old door? For a, for a 50-year-old door? Yeah. Probably not. Because I have no idea what brand it is or anything. Right. I mean, it's... It doesn't leak. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I don't want to spend you just money on a new right, door. Right, you I just can't it. open it. So here's the thing. Right. 
in order, even 50 years ago, those rollers on the bottom have to adjust because the way that door goes in is you would bring the wheels up, you would grab the door, two people would grab the door, they would slide it up into the track at the top, they would bring the bottom in and they would lower the door and put the rollers on the track. Then they would come and adjust it. So there is a tool... um, uh, it's a it's a tool for lifting drywall when you're installing drywall, okay? Basically, it's okay. like if you can imagine, it kind of looks like a doorstop that you would stick under a door, okay? To You know, like a okay. rubber stop when you open up the door and it goes on the yeah. floor. But it has like a little, it has like a little uh, welded rod on it so that when it's like a teeter-totter and there's a lip on one side and then you would stick it under drywall and then you use your foot to hold the drywall up in place, like up off the ground, drywall contractors use this, and then they zip the screws in, and so then the drywall is up off the ground, you know, half an inch or so. And if you got one of those tools and you stuck it under the middle of that door, you could use your foot to kind of lift it and adjust those rollers. There has to be a place on that door where those rollers get adjusted. Okay. And 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 it could be... On that old door, it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility that you got to pull the door out and it's on the bottom and you have to kind of slightly adjust it and then put it back in. Oh, and keep trying it. Right, miss, kind right. Of. So then you you okay. you put the screwdriver in there. You do a couple turns, lower the wheels just enough so you can still clear the rack to get it on the thing and then put it back. It might be as I mean that doesn't it's not simple. But it might be as easy as that, as just adjusting those wheels. Okay. Okay, so you don't think it doesn't, I mean, if it does roll, even if it's hard to pull, it doesn't seem like the rollers are broken right. or they worn just, out or anything, The right? door is probably just dragging on the track, and because it's so big and heavy, that's why you can't do it. If you just clear it a little bit, you should be good to go. Okay. And you know one okay. thing you could I'll one try. thing well wait one thing you could try I'm just trying to think of how we could p- pull this off that you could uh you could try this to see if it worked. Um do you know what uh do you know what wire mold is? No. Okay. There's a plastic thing that's used for cording that like if you're going to have an exposed cord it's like a plastic Imagine Imagine like a, 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 let me think about this. Hold on, I'm thinking this through here. In other words, if I could put something on that track, okay, that would, Mm -hmm. that when the door is open all the way, you'd click it on the track that when you brought it over, the roller would ride up on top of it. You know what I mean? And so this wire mold is like a stiff plastic. Or if you took a... You know, if you imagine if you took like a small piece of PVC, and this is just what I'm trying for you to find, and you cut it lengthwise so that it went over the track, and then uh, you bring the door over and the roller clips up on top of it. If you go to close the door and all of a sudden like, oh my God, it rolls really easily, that's going to tell you that adjusting the rollers will work. Okay. Capiche? Okay. I got you. All right, get to work. Appreciate you calling this morning. 9.26 in the morning. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Time for Just Text Me. How do you do this? Maybe it's your fingernails. 
It's easy, look. It's that easy. And sent. Now back to your host, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. It's so Welcome back. Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou is our phone number. You can also text us at that number. Lindsay gets a bunch of text messages. This feature available for sponsorship. Um, you have some text messages this morning that we can answer. I sure do, Lou. Our seating cedar siding has not been stained for 14 years. What do we do to take care of it? Good Lord. Um, I mean, you know, the problem is that's one of the examples of, ah, you know, we'll get around to it, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And so, you know, depending on the condition of the cedar, there might be pieces that you need to replace, right? And if so, I would probably address that and have a siding contractor come out and do all that. And then have the home washed professionally, uh, you know, by the painting contractor slash staining contractor, do any additional caulking that has to occur, and then go ahead and restain it. But um, like anything, the prep work is everything. So just make sure that you hire a really good painting contractor that knows, knows what they're doing to get it to look as uh, as good as possible. Um, we have a home in southeastern Wisconsin. It's cedar as well. And um, it has a solid stain on it. And um, we had it painted, uh, stained rather, probably about eight years ago. And I've been looking around. It needs to be redone again. And it's a big job. I mean, it's not something I could accomplish by myself. It has to be done professionally. And when you come, I love the cedar. I love the siding, how it looks. It's great, but you have to maintain it to make it look good. Alrighty, next. How do you remove vinyl from sur- uh, surface of our end table? A vinyl folder was left too long. Warm iron and brown paper did not work. Hmm. Superzilla. It will release it. Uh, it shouldn't damage the uh, um, surface at all. Spray it on there. It has capillary capabilities, so it will work its way underneath there. Spray it. Let it sit there for like 10 minutes. Use a plastic putty knife to kind of peel it away, and then just wipe it away with a clean rag. It should work as well. It really is quite an amazing product. How about one more uh, text message? You got one more? Um, yes, this one says, Lou, is it good to cut your lawn after it rains? Um, not immediately after, because the lawn will be super wet and you'll gum up the, uh, um, you know, it's funny, right? We were dry, 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 and people were watering like crazy. And, you know, all you need is a few rainstorms, and then your lawn looks amazing again. So, um, you know, nothing like Mother Nature to keep the grass looking good. Sure, let it rain, but I would do it the next day, right? And um, just so it dries out a little bit, and then you're not gumming up the mower, depending on what you're using, um, to do it. Yeah, absolutely, that's fine. That's just our, our Just Text Me segment this morning, Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou. This is Marla in Itasca. Hi, Marla, you're Hi. on House Marts Radio. Hi there, Lou. I have a question for you. I have a house that's built in 1958. It's a red brick. In the front of the house, there is an area that's got flagstone that's a natural stone color. And I would like to change that. I'd like to make it possibly like a like like a dark gray, maybe. 
and I don't want to paint it. What's my options or any? You don't want, well, but I mean, dark gray, I mean, if you stain it, you know, you could mm-hmm. get you could get a stain to stain it, but then once you stain it, you're done. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it's going to be. So then if you're going to do that, why not just paint it? Because I thought painting it might chip eventually. Well, the staining will fade. I mean, here's the thing. Do you have a spot? Do you have a spot where it's like behind a bush? Yes. Okay. Go to the hardware store, the paint center, and get some gray oil base semi transparent stain. Semi transparent. Okay. Okay. They'll make a a gray semi transparent. Now, hopefully, you can buy it in a quart because then where this is behind the bush, take a, a brush and stain, you know, wipe the stone down. But I mean, just for the test. Stain one of the stones and see what you think. And and probably the mortar, too, because it'll be impossible to do it without the the mortar, you know. Not impossible, but you'd probably just stain it all. Okay. And then see, okay. and then give it 24 hours before you decide. Okay. And it won't peel, but, I mean, once it's that color, you're living with that color. Right. You can't go. So it's, you it's can't. Like I, you can't go lighter. If you know, like, oh, it's too dark. Right. There's nothing. But I mean, that's why we're going to test it behind a bush. Gotcha. Okay. Wonderful. Would you? I mean, in your opinion, would you just leave it alone, or would you? If I want to change, you know, I just want to you know, modernize. I. You know, I got to. I got to tell you, I was just at a house. I was at a. Yeah. I was at a brick bungalow filming some stuff in Portage Park. And the house next door, so you can imagine like a Chicago bungalow, right? And they paint right. they painted the brick like a gray and they kept the limestone and everything like that. And you know what? It looked great. <laughs> and you know, I was like, "Oh, don't paint the brick. You got to and but I was like, "Wow, it really changes the, you know, you go back to, you know, when these houses were built in the 30s and 40s in these neighborhoods, you know, everyone's the same one. You know, maybe the this one has a, a, a different kind of bay window. This one has a different... But the brick's all the same. They all look the same. And this one house, it was like, a, you know, kind of that grayish-blue color. They painted the brick. The texture still comes through. And it looks great. Mm-hmm. Is it going to peel right. away and you're going to have right. to scrape it in a few years? Probably. But then that's just what you do. Got it. But this stain won't peel. If, if it'll just it'll just fade, but I just don't know that you're going to love the transition of it. Gotcha. You know what I mean? That okay. a solid color is where you get like the wow, that looks really good. And now the mm. other the other thing too, uh, Marla, is that the paint technology is so much better now with all these acrylics and the resins in there that it sticks pretty well. Mm-hmm. If you prep that brick or that stone really well, you clean it and you're ready to go and you apply this, it, it mm-hmm. it's not like three years from now you're going to be painting this thing again. It might be 10 years. Hmm. So what's the, so what's the product I would do if I did paint it then? Benjamin, what's the primer? Ben, ben, would it be? 
Uh, I would prime it. I would definitely prime it. Um, there is a fabulous primer uh, called Styx, which is a bonding primer. S T I X, and it's by um, it's by. Oh, come on, Lindsay. What's the? It's owned by Benjamin Moore now, the parent company. It's not. It's not UGL. X. No, Styx is the product, but it's a. No, hold on. But who's the? Uh, what's the? It's the. It is. Uh, yeah, Inselex. Inselex. Thank you. Inselex is the is the brand. This bonding primer is called Styx. You put that on there first, then you paint it okay. with an exterior, like a Benjamin Moore exterior paint in the color of your choice. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. look at Marla's house. She's amazing. Look at her. She looks like Joanna Gaines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. You and Chip. Awesome. Thank you. You and Chip. Lou. Chip. Chip. Thank you. Appreciate you calling. 857-557-4LU. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Good morning. You've got your radio tuned in to Lou Manfredini. Now back to your host right here on House Smarts Radio. I don't need a whole lot of money. I don't need a big fine car. Welcome back. I don't have to run This is Helen in New Lenox. Helen, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Oh, hi, Lou. Hey, we have two different companies coming out today. Our central air is gone. So which is the better one to purchase? You, which brand is a better one to purpose? Yes. What? What yes. do you know? What brands are coming out to give you an estimate? Oh, they tell me they have Train and Carrier and Lennox. One guy has something called Goodman. Yeah. But my husband says says no to that right now. Well, so but he doesn't want that. So Goodman is the biggest. The biggest. So Goodman makes a fine product. The, their thing is they don't advertise. So they're. Their thing is that, uh, oh, we'll save you money on the thing because, you know, we don't spend a lot of money on advertising or any money other than, like, online or whatever. But so Carrier and Bryant, they're made in the same factory, okay? Uh, Train and American Standard, made in the same factory. All four of those are fine units, very good stuff. Um, Now, let me ask you this. Is your furnace... Out or just the air conditioning? Oh, the furnace went out when it was 20 below five years ago. Okay, and what so. kind of furnace do you have? Yeah, I have no idea. Okay, so I don't. in a perfect world, you would install like equipment, right? So in other words, oh. if your furnace is a Lennox, then I would tell you to install a Lennox air conditioner so that they're... The same manufacturer and everything talks to each other. Now, it's not critical, okay, but just from a standpoint of when you call to get service, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, well, I got a carrier this and a Lennox this, and most of the parts in all of these things are interchangeable. So from a brand perspective, Lennox, Bryant, Carrier, Train, uh, Ream, these are all good units. It's all about who is going to do this work, right? 
and is going to give you a okay. fair, and is going to give you a fair price. So the fact that you're getting three people, that's great. Um, and uh, you know, talk to them about warranty and how quickly they can do the work. Uh, ask them about wh- where your furnace is now. Is it in a basement, Helen? Yes. Okay. And you know the condensing unit, the unit that's outside? Okay. That big unit with the fan? Right. Is that relatively close to the where the furnace is in the basement? Yes. Okay. It'll be right across from it. Okay. So, you know, ask them, are you going to replace the line set? That's something to ask them, and then they'll be like, oh, this lady Helen really knows her stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I, I wrote that down. Okay, and then again, I want to know about their reputation. You know, we we have some really um, uh, we have some really good sponsors here. I, I you know I don't know that Lindemann goes all the way to New Lenox, but um, you know other other sponsors do. Just make sure if you go to like one site, if you want to go on the that you can find somebody at ChicagoFAD.com. Okay. And you can find someone else. If, if all of a sudden these prices come back and they're like crazy talk and you need another estimate, then th- these would be good people to contact. Okay. Um, okay, Lou, I got one more question. It's sure. going to sound really silly. But by my front door inside, I'm finding like little tiny black things all, all by the inside door. So I put one of my indoor cameras by it, seeing if I've got spiders or ants or something. I see nothing on my camera, but there's always like these little tiny spots there every morning. Spots that so you can spots be... that you can wipe up. Yes. So they're loose. Yeah, it's there's like a little pile of it, and I looked up, and it's not termites because I don't have a a trail anyplace. I don't know what it is. Well, let's grab the look. Cameras... So look up above. Like if it's down mm-hmm. by the door, it might be somebody up sta- up above that it could be ants or something eating some of that wood and maybe get a spray that you can spray up there to get behind that, uh, that uh, like around the frame or something to see if that helps to control it. Okay, I sprayed and I put Toro, those little Toro ant things out yeah. too. But, uh, but I think it's not at the bottom. I think the problem's at the top. Okay, I'll I'll keep on doing it because my husband says, "What are you doing with a camera on the floor?" I said, "I'm looking. I'm just looking." Okay, you're, you're like Columbo. <sighs> yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> All right, I'll 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 just keep on spraying then. All right, up top, up high, right. not low. Okay, I will go out and do that right now as soon as I hang up. All right, good luck. I appreciate you calling this morning. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven. Five five seven four five six eight. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Oh, by the way, our last call is sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric. When heating and cooling your home, Mitsubishi Electric is the last call you need to make. And spruce up your lawn care routine with Toro's 60-volt max battery-powered 24-inch hedge trimmer. I love when I surprise you with what I did. See the phone ringing? You weren't quite sure. See the last I was call? Like, what is happening? I'm doing a Am ringing because I, I forgot to do the last call thing. And so mm-hmm. I kind of did slick audio. You know, it's radio. No, that was confusing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back next week. 